Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Black Women Working Podcast. It's Chantel here. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, everybody. Hi. Hello. Hi. Your toes, please, Olive. Isn't me you're looking for? Go Olive. Okay, Get bye. Get out right now. Oh, my God. I'm gone. <laughs> for one. Eh? literally just before this i was looking at this um quote on twitter and it was like what's like the white people songs that i've banged and that was one of the songs like jojo Jojo's not she white. was good boy what jojo, is jojo jojo pink 1999 we thought she was mixed race because she cut her hair it's true yeah they marketed her like that was white we always knew jojo was white there was no doubt about it guys pink was ambiguous until (laughs) (laughs) until 2002 Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about, man. Are you man all right before I actually start the introduction? Yes. <laughs> you good? Nats, you good? She's good. Cool. Right. So, a quick reminder to those of you who are not following us or who have recently just found us. You can find us on the socials mainly via Twitter and Instagram, using the handle at BWWpodcastUK. You can also find us on LinkedIn, Black Women Working. We have our website, the tree doubles, blackwomenworking.com. And for a more personal touch, which we always enjoy, it's blackwomenworkinguk at gmail.com. Bada bing, bada boom. Socials done. Nice. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did you like that Nat? it was clear as day yeah it was lovely it was lovely right. thank you i appreciate you yeah claps 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 i'll take it i'll take it because you know anyway right so for those of for those of you who've been with us for a while you would have noticed that this year we've switched up the format a little bit we've defo had a few messages from people i have my my whatsapp they're like People are like, oh my God, Chance, I can't keep up these weekly drops. But they're happy, they're happy. Um, But you know what they say, you can't do the same thing and expect a different outcome. So you'll notice it's April, we're on, I don't know, episode 13, we're still going. There's no seasons, there's no breaks for 2023. Um, We've introduced three new segments so far this year industry insider where we take a group of women from a certain sector and they get to tell us all about it we've had founders edition speaking to our black female entrepreneurs and sis listen just to catch up on a bit of a bit of just and a bit of banter on daily daily data the kind of words out day-to-day working life hush natalie anyway um all of, all of these new segments keep us connected with you and it allows you to connect with each other as listeners. So thank you, thank you, thank you for everybody who's listening, everybody who's joined us. And you'll appreciate that we're on a steady growth journey this year. And so we're ever grateful for all the requests that we get to join, the feedback, the shares. And we can only hope or manifest that this change will allow us to share more good news in the 
year to come. Can I get an amen? Amen. Thank Hallelujah. you, Rachel. Part of the sermon. Right. Why, why all this reflection? Well, it's April. And today's topic, again, is a little different from our usual. It's we've just entered the second quarter of the year. And being that our theme this year is working on me, I thought it quite apt that we do a little check-in on where we're at, where we're at with this working on me, what working life is doing for us, and have a little, little reflection. So if you are listening, I've got four key questions that I'm going to be asking Rachel, Tolu, Natalie today, but you might want to take a note because they could be good journal prompts for your reflection. Excluding this question, ladies, how are we describing 2023 so far? In one word. Rach, you first. Challenging. Uh -uh. Sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry to be doing up sadness, but challenging. But we're getting right. there, but challenging. We'll come, we'll come back to your words in a bit. Tolls? Um... I'm gonna go with no, that's a bit too strong. Sorry, can you come back to me? Because I've, I've, I... yeah, come back to me. Right, at least you've <laughs> taken the question in. At least you remember the question this time, Natalie. Yeah, I agree with Rach. Also, this year has been challenging for me. It's been really, really challenging. Okay. Right, I'm back. Mm. Overwhelming. Yeah. Well, at least we're all on the same page. <laughs> yeah, no. I conquer challenging and overwhelming. Um, and hopefully maybe today with a little coaching, little little therapeutic session, we might unpick some of that and stead forward for the next three months. But just a reminder, so this year, the Black Women Working podcast has set the theme working on me in 2023. And the whole idea is for us to sort of you know, bring together all the work that we've been doing. And when I say we, I mean, as a collective, Black women working, the work that we've been doing, the lessons that we've brought forward from 2020 and beyond, and sort of look at, you know, what does it mean to act? What does it mean to be the person that I really want to be in this season? And if you haven't listened already, so far, in terms of the working on me theme, we've looked at how to focus on you. Self-care has been a strong theme. And um, we even spoke to Chloe Pierre, author of the book, um, Take Care. And um, Living the Dream, Rachel hosted um, what, are our, what are our ideals on having a dream job? So question number one, journal prompt. Let's unpick this challenging overwhelm. What has working on me in 2023 meant for us all so far? And I'll give you time to process. I'll go first. So I definitely resonate with the words challenging and overwhelm. And at the moment, like here today, I'm feeling so stuck, so struggling. And I'm trying to wonder what it is. People keep saying to me, but Shan, you made the changes you needed to make last year you've got your nice job, everything seems okay, like what's going on? And I'm trying to figure out, yeah, because I read a meme last week where it said, keeping busy is a response to trauma, <laughs> where you keep busy because 
you just don't know how to be really at peace. So I took that one yeah, in. I'm here with that. I'm here with that. Okay, so I that. took that one in. And then I thought, is it that everything's so sweet that you can't take it? Or are you not manis- Are you not walking in your purpose and manifesting the things that you say you want to? Are you going too slow? Or what? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I've definitely gone slow. I've definitely like taken the time to to balance my work because I've obviously taken on two new jobs last year and sitting in that. Um, I've definitely taken self-care in terms of if I'm not feeling great, pause, don't feel like I have to overdo it. But there's something about this slow period that isn't sitting comfortable with me. And I don't want to feel overwhelmed either. So I don't know what slice of the cake I'm trying to have. Rach? I don't think I don't think you should have come to me first. No. <laughs> um you can go next. I can go next. Yes, yes, please, Tol, please. <laughs> Sham, why do you think you're in a slow period though? I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's really interesting, yeah, because I listen back. I actually listen back to our um, episode on working on me, the opening episode for the year, just to be like, okay, what did we all say? And I'm coming for you, look. What did we say were our intentions? And one of the things that I said was like, um, things fell into place for me at the end of 2022, I was quite happy that I hadn't overplanned, that I didn't want to be overwhelmed with planning and orchestrating. These were my words, you know, life for however many thousands of people to hit. And then I'm like, I don't know. I actually don't know what the plan is anymore right now. Mm, I think potentially maybe you just underestimated how much of a change of lifestyle this particular change was going to bring and how much it was just some of the things that you were able to do quite easily before, how much of a challenge that they would now become. <clears throat> I believe that you'll work through it, but 100%, it's, it's going to take some time and some adjustment. Mm. Um, so take it back to me, what was working on me in 2023 meant for me. Um, do you know what it is, yeah? I just feel like recently, and I know this is something going around, so I don't feel like I'm isolated in this, I've just felt hella drained, man. I felt like the very lifeblood has been sucked out of my arteries and vessels, like by some blood-sucking spiritual force. <laughs> it's called the UK, aka the, the, U- the UK. Oh, the no. <laughs> right. I hear it still because otherwise, in terms of in general, like. I definitely set myself some goals for this year and I'm actually like getting on with them and I haven't underestimated how much effort would it would take. I knew that it would take a lot of effort, but it seems that I may have thought that I could do too much at once or I'm not pacing. That's it. I'm not pacing myself correctly. I'm not resting where I should. So for me, one of the things that's had to step to the side for a little bit, maybe just for a week or so, is the gym. Getting up at before the birds are even crowing. I just needed a reset. So I've just taken a break just so I can feel like I'm in the correct Arcadian rhythm within. 
Um, but I definitely feel like I've hit the ground running and I know I'm going to hit some of my targets. So even though it's been overwhelming, it's not necessarily negatively overwhelming. It's just overwhelming. Yet I am still moving towards the things that I wanted to achieve um, by this time of the year. To be honest with you, I didn't really have any goals for this first quarter. It's more towards um, the end of May, etc., which was where I was going to kind of look back and see, okay, have I done everything that I wanted to do? Um, so working on me has just been like focusing on those goals and just not overburdening myself with adding too many things on top and being realistic about what I can do. I'm one human being. I can't come and kill myself. I always say that to you guys. I'm not here to come and kill myself. So if it means readjusting the schedule, if it means readjusting the approach, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Like I'm accountable to myself only in terms of my goals. So why am I setting myself like a vision that's going to kill me? It doesn't make no sense. Nice, nice. Nats, were you there? Talk to us. Tell us about 2023 working on me. I'm just freezing my eggs, so that's all I'm doing. I'm not doing anything else but that. Don't phone my phone. Don't call me. Don't ask me to do nothing. I do the bare minimum. <laughs> and that's it. I'm doing one thing at a time. That's my version of self-care. One thing at a freaking time. So when I get to it, I get to it. And that's it. And if I make it a priority, it's because I feel like I have the energy to do it and I don't feel guilt. And I'll get to it when I get to it. And that's it. Thank you for sharing that so honestly with us and your, and our listeners. Because that's private business. But you know what? For a lot of oh, black women. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Yeah. People should be thinking about doing it. But no, for a lot of black women working, especially, you know, those who are still single, working hard and not necessarily finding space to find love. These are real conversations. So thank you for sharing. Um. Mm. But definitely, definitely more than ever this year, yeah. That um, that I think I've showed you lot already. That Mariah Carey meme, that's me. I do the best I got with. I do the best I got with what I got or whatever she says. I've <laughs> not <laughs> seen that in my life, my dear. I do the. I'm gonna do the best I can with what I've got. That's it. I have to post it on oh. our stories. Oh my now. gosh. I feel like that's what I said last week in my Yoruba lesson because my teacher was getting on my nerves and I was just like, I'm just doing, I'm doing the best I can. Like, if I don't know what it means, I don't know what it means. That is me. <laughs> the thing is, is like, the only, the only thing I'll say with, the only thing I'll say with that, right, is that you have to balance that out by not taking on too many obligations to people. 100%. So you have to follow through. You don't take on lots of obligations and then be like, I can't do it. I do the best I've got with. Like, just say no. Just say no. Like you say no to drugs. Like you say no to anything else. If you know you can't do it, just be real about what you can do and honor what you can do. And then if someone says, why are you saying no? You can say, Myra Carey. But don't take on stuff. That's not the self, that's missing the self-care aspect because even in having to turn around and say, you can't do things that you promised to do, it just causes like, anxiety not necessarily conflict because people respect where you're coming from but just don't take on too many commitments in the first place because then you can focus on doing one thing at a time and focus on doing it well and being happy with with how it turns out so yeah that's my take on it because I agree with 100 percent. but I try and be like if I see something coming up and I know it's going to take too much of my time it's going to drain me that 2021 Natalie might have said yeah I'll do it and I'll make it work 2023 Natalie's like no sorry bye I really think we're just at that age now where 
we can say that without feeling away because I feel like in my 20 years, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tolly was here. Tolly was everywhere for everybody. Yeah, it's oh. harder. It's harder when you're... I was like, no, no, I'm tired. Like, That's so a really good segue to my next point, but I want to hear from Rachel. I'm not missing you out, my girl. Oh, I thought you were going to miss me out. <laughs> um, okay. Why do you want to be missed out all the time? You don't want to be here? Uh, uh, <laughs> no, it's Every day, I'm miss lucky. me out, miss me, miss me, next, next, next. No, do you know why? It's True. just difficult to actually yeah. put words together to describe how I feel as though 2023 is going for me. Yeah. It's not where I wanted it to be. And now, yeah. like, I'm at a place where I'm actually angry, like, oh. and I'm just annoyed at myself because I'm not where I want to be. And I thought I could be, I could merge mum, Rach, with, the before my son Rach and everything was gonna be patterning the same way, but it can't work that way. So it's like manage that like merging myself back into work is challenging. And I think what you were saying Natalie about um actually saying no, that's very difficult for me. Like I try especially when it's coming from people that I know actually need my support or there's something that I know I can help them with it's difficult for me to turn around and say actually I can't do it and I'm at that place where I'm starting to say it but I feel bad I feel horrid (laughs) it's difficult it's difficult I'm sorry this is making the episode sound so bad I'm sorry it's important because like we're not we're not raised as black women to prioritize ourselves because if we were raised that way we probably our lives would all look very 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 different at that on top of motherhood as well like I can't even imagine like how it feels like it's maybe a time for us to embody the psyche of a black man in no, terms wow. of how <laughs> I, wow you don't say nothing about no black men because I ain't got time mm. so we're gonna leave us a bad mm. review <laughs> I I leave them ready shout out to you you know who you are yeah. These low ratings out here because we're attacking them, you know. <laughs> Do I give the listeners context? No, don't. <laughs> don't because you're getting more trouble. They know. They know. <laughs> They'll come bomb bombard They'll us. They'll be like, mm, okay, I got you know it. who you are. The spirit of the Lord is talking to you right now. In a conviction, <laughs> the Holy Spirit's convicting you. But anyway, like you're saying, Tom, in, in embodying this spirit of the black man, mm. white man, we said no, 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 stop bringing black men. <laughs> no, 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 bring them into it. And oh, the perspective yeah. is. <gasps> I'm going to do what I want, irrespective of, of how like, other people feel, how it impacts yeah, people. Yeah, regardless. sometimes there's seasons in life, times in life where you need to have that perspective and you need to approach your life in that way. And if someone has a problem with it, that's ultimately their issue and not yours. I, because I how feel, long do you want to keep bending over backwards? Or I feel take- like there are safe ways to do that, though. I feel like there are safe ways to be like, I can't, I just can't do it. Like, I feel like... I, I couldn't imagine if someone said to me like X, Y, Z, they can't do something for me. They don't even have to justify like I'm not in the space mentally. I can't do it. I'm tired. Da, 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 da. Fair enough. I'm, but I'm going to go and attack them or I'm going to go and feel away when they've just been honest and said that they can't do it. Like if someone does that to me, tries to beef me because I genuinely don't have the mental capacity to do things, especially if I choose, I don't have to choose to share mm-hmm. with them. They want to beat me. 
they can just go and, and they they can just go under a rock, yeah, and get a rock. We're going to have beef, 100%. At this point in my life, we're going to have beef because I don't owe you an explanation. I might give you one, but if I give you one and then you're moving mad, I'm going to move mad up. I'm very much on that. If you move mad, I'm going to multiply it. I might even do it to the power of four. Ten. So, do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, <laughs> let's not go there. But the thing is, what we... I always say my motto in life, you guys heard me say it a million times, everyone is mad until proven not to be. So even though we might have that particular perspective, not everybody thinks in that same way. And so sometimes people are going to totally get it. And then other times they're going to be like, "Mm," because they've they felt that entitlement to you for such a long time. And now it's essentially you're withdrawing, you know, some of the funds like a trust fund kid. Mm -hmm. And the parent just says, actually, you're going to cut you off now. You're going to survive by yourself. Sometimes it feels like that to certain people. So I guess it comes back to one of the episodes before, Shan, you'll know the one, which season, what what year, which, yeah. you know, alignment of the sun, where you have to speak up for yourself and understand what your boundaries are and put them across firmly. Mm. I don't know which yeah. episode. I don't know which episode that was, but... But I know we've said it. Um, yeah. And I think, like, so leaning into what Natalie said and, and that, Point that you're just making their tolls is you know I wanted to ask you guys like what has what has work shown you has work shown you anything that you are currently working on or need to be working on in 2023 and what I mean by that is for whatever intentions that we set for ourselves can we see that actually yeah I'm living up to them they're true or is our workplace showing us there's still work to there's always still work to do and what I mean by that is like so I think one of one of the challenges for me and I don't think I've said this out loud to many people I've said it out loud before but not to many people definitely not to thousands on the podcast is that when you choose to level up I don't mean level up like oh I'm going for a promotion I'm using level up in terms of working on me. When you choose to do something different, to elevate yourself, to move yourself into a different space, whatever that is, a space of peace, a space of growth, you get growing pains, quite frankly. And so one of the things that like personally and professionally work life is showing me in this working on me phase is when you when I say to myself this is who I want to be I have to remember that I'm gonna have to take people along on a journey with me whether I like it or not because whether it be my colleagues or my partner or my children they're used to me operating in a certain space they're used to me being available to them in a certain way whether that's yeah Sham will say yeah or Shan's taken care of this, or whatever. And when you choose to work on you and do something different, I think that's where the overwhelm and the challenge starts to come because you're disrupting the system. You're disrupting what you've known in terms of your comfortability and what everybody else is comfortable as having you at. So in terms of work, like one of my things this year, um. I think I said it late last year in um at my book club actually because we have um an, a personal accountability. It's really silly, but actually it means a lot. And it's not 
silly really is that I wanted to make sure that I was dressing the way I want to dress as in physically showing up how I want to show up and then like the other day at work someone was like oh I need to record something on the spot for social media and I was like oh damn man like look at the coat that I was wearing. like my hair was done my lashes done I stay up I stay up on that but it was like you made a promise to yourself that you was going to show up. So you man in the group here, put my, my co-host, see me in my little leather skirt this year and thing. I'm like, I'm trying to show up. And the one day I didn't, I was like, you see, because, because there's a person that I want to be, not just internally, but externally as well, how I want to show up. And so that was a reminder for me in terms of work, like remember to show up physically, like you're the face of your work, you know, I'm the head of my department, my area. And so I've got to be ready. I've got to be ready. There's no, which is, which is challenging. Like there's no down days. There's no days where no one's going to see me. I'm seen and I've got to be ready to be seen. But the other thing is, in terms of work this year, working on me is, it's so interesting because several times my boss this year has been to me like, you do, like, there's been, I can't give you the context because it's just too long, but she's like, remember you're a senior member of the team. Remember you're a senior member of the team. And I'm like, "Ah." like, I'm so used to being middle at school, middle leader, sort of not quite the top, not bottom rung teacher I just keep the engines turning and working on me this year in terms of work has been challenging because I'm stepping into a new space and it's me reckoning with myself like what do I want that to look like for me versus what it's supposed to look like what everybody expects it to look like and the marrying of those worlds as Rachel was saying about motherhood and going back to work so for me work is reminding me of my intention of showing up both physically and sometimes mentally. God, you took the longest way to say that, fam. I don't even know what the question is. <laughs> no, I think now I'm being cheeky. I know what the question is. She You're said, doing the toes, Nat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She said, how has work shown you, because uh, I'm reading it, <laughs> anything you are or need to be working in in 2023? Now, I've been listening. I was listening carefully to your examples. The one. So I'm, I'm going you, to respond. You're not getting an award for that. The one. Not- <laughs> the one time you Not you. <laughs> no, Shai, we're taking a mickey. Um, I think for me, what work has shown me is like, I'm actually, I'm a hard worker, but also I can be one of those people that once I find something easy, I'm not even going to try harder, you know? <laughs> I'm just going to stay in my lane. I'm going to coast as long as I'm not having to do too much. And what work is showing me is that, first of all, my responsibilities will be increasing a lot shortly. But also, I think like I was telling you guys before, I'm actually going to get a line manager after a year and how long. And um, we had an induction into this new system of doing not appraisals, but um, career, what do you call it, review, or like, yeah, career, let's call it career reviews. And basically, uh, they said, oh, you have to put your goals into the system by this date. 
And so what that did is it forced me to think about what do I actually want to take out of this job? Like, let me start making some tangible things, some tangible goals so that once I leave this place, I'm going to be like, yeah, I achieved this. Yeah, I achieved that. And it was a really excellent exercise because it made me really um, hone in on what it is that I want to get out of this role. What are the learnings that I want to take out of this particular company and where it is that I want to go to next? So what work has shown me is that um, it's okay to have some downtime, so to speak, in terms of your career where you're just coasting along and everything's going well because you've got into a pattern of doing what you know how to do and everyone's telling you, oh, you're fantastic, you're excellent, whatever. But actually, it's not suitable for you to just remain there. You have to keep pushing yourself to come out of your comfort zone. So I think what this first quarter has shown me is that I need to push myself a little bit harder because I do actually have the capacity. And what the reward and the results of that will be is that I move forward towards my end goal which is um and I'll share with y'all on the podcast this is exclusive I'm saying it like it's a big deal anyway so basically at the moment I'm a project manager but I'm kind of straddling project product management and I want to move firmly into product management and I know what it's going to take to get there and I've decided that there's certain steps that I need to do, certain things that I need to achieve, definitely within the next five to six months in this role in order to propel me into that. Because basically, once I leave this role, I want to be able to apply for product manager roles with absolute confidence in terms of knowing what I'm doing and being able to deliver on it. So even though this year has been overwhelming so far in many regards, um, sometimes a little bit with work, I actually feel invigorated by that challenge and overwhelm. I'm one of those people that kind of works best under pressure even though I actually hate it at the same time as well so it's forced me to think about things that I might not have thought about if I just decided I wanted to continue coasting so that's that's what that's done for me so far to answer the question I love that thanks Tolls. Rach? Um, I think work has just taught me that and well a little bit similar to Tolls like how Tolls is saying that she wants to move firmly into project management, uh, not project, no, let me not get it right, product management. Yes, I was listening. So um, it requires you to actually change what you're doing or actually learn different things in a role. And I think I'm at that space where I kind of know where I want to go. And um, I'm just doing my course, like doing extra work to try and make sure that I can get there and I can be in a space where I'm confident in the role and I'm not like thinking, oh, I might have to ask this person for help or I might have to say this. I have to look at the policies and procedures because I'm not entirely sure. I just want to be in a place where I'm strong and confident in what I'm doing and I know exactly what I'm talking about. Sometimes I feel like previously I've lacked confidence and I feel like now that I have my son, I don't have a choice to be lacking no confidence. It's not an option. It's no option for me to be doing, oh, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm a bit concerned. I don't, I don't have a choice. So therefore, I have to <laughs> push myself and go further. Like, I have to. I'm glad for you. Good. Very <laughs> We respect it. It's been a long time coming. We respect yeah. it. <laughs> And if that's the gift that motherhood gave you alongside a child, of course, then receive it with gratitude. I would like to be inspired without having to give birth, personally. <laughs> I would advise you to do it that, that way. Do it that way. Don't do it my way. Don't do it my way. Honestly, for real, for real. Nats, 
Is work bringing any vim to your to your working on me? No. Okay. I was going to say we ain't heard much about work this year, which is like so different. Oh, Lightly, seriously, really. Why? Because <laughs> she's working lying. on me. She's working on her. I told that's the priority. And I started when I said I'm freezing my eggs. I can't do everything. She's just like that's the priority. I'm just I'm just getting I'm just earning my money right now. Any, do you know if anything, right? This whole egg freezing process and stuff has, has reminded me, and also like my my dad had a heart attack um at the end of 2022. Those two things have really reminded me that like work has an important place in our lives, but at the end of the day, work is meant to serve us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is like the underlying whole point of having the working on me firm is that like the theme sorry is is that like we can go to work a place of work and do a job and come home but then we are just serving work we're not being served obviously we're getting remuneration from it but it's not serving us Mm -hmm. I'm in a stage where things are happening in my personal life that require me to place work on a back burner but considering all the time that I've made work a priority I don't have any guilt of I don't have any guilt about that. One thing mm-hmm. I would say, though, about um, working on me and prioritising myself is that when I try trying to approach things now, I've always been someone who kind of gets their head down and like does the grind, does the work aspect. I haven't really been someone who's thought about strategy or someone who's really planned things out. But when unexpected things in life happens it changes your perspective it changes what's more important to you and I think the focus has moved on moved away from I've always been a hard worker and I've taken pride even as a teenager when I was like doing boxes in Tottenham Hotspurs I always took pride in working hard whereas now I'm like yeah I've done enough hard work I want to work smart so for me from the beginning of the year the focus has been on I want to create more of a strategy about how I want to live my life like what do I feel like my true purpose is or what I really want to achieve and I'm trying to understand the things that I enjoy and stuff probably for the first time in my career I think it's also been triggered by the fact that this September I'll be 10 years qualified so I would have worked in corporate environments for a minimum of 12 years because I did some paralegal in before I started my training contract I've done enough like I've hands down done enough yeah mm-hmm. you've done enough I agree I actually think so I've, I've, done, well. I've done more than enough I've done mm. more than enough in these law firms more than enough for my community so not to say I'm taking my foot off the pedal and like you know just going laissez-faire because I still got bills to pay but I just I just feel like it's okay now it shouldn't have taken like 10 years mm. to feel like this by the way but I just feel like those things happening in my personal life is, is just like a sign from the universe that like it's enough grind now now is like how can you make things work for you how can you organize things in your life so that your happiness is prioritized I'm not fully all the way there but um certain things are forcing me right now to be like nah and I think one thing working on me is showing me because also I've been getting therapy and stuff like that but one thing is showing me is that look it's okay to do one thing at one time so focus on one thing at one time and I've always been, I'm doing a little bit of this, I'm doing a little bit of that, I'm doing a little bit of this. And I do think it's a response to trauma as well, because I haven't really, I've obviously talked a little bit about my um, experiences, but when I look back and reflect, because someone's asked me to to write something about in the work in the legal industry as a black woman, it's been very, very traumatic. So some of my, even the formation of this podcast was a reaction to a traumatic experience, right? 
that mm. thing being pulled into a room and blamed for a mistake that somebody else made and them threatening me with some bullshit, sorry, performance plan for mistakes I didn't even make, right? All of that kind of, everything I've been doing really has just been res responses to trauma, whereas now it's like I kind of need to move, I need to move past that. So working on me is, I'm not doing a goddamn thing that I don't want to do at work. And it's just getting my my personal life in order and it's going to stay like that possibly till after summer i mean that's a short period of time i'm thinking it could be a couple the, of years still the only thing i was the only thing i will say about myself right is that um especially coming to the 10 years it's made me think about like you know do you want to carry on do you want to do something different mm. like, probably something similar to what Shan went through when she moved from teaching into the roles that she's in now it's like what do you actually want to do because I feel like not that I've hit the glass ceiling I don't think because I could stay in law and be a partner but I just I just don't have the vim for it anymore I don't have the the passion mm. I feel like now once I clocked and was like oh it's 10 years in 2023 I haven't been thinking, yeah, I've got 10. Someone said to me, why don't you do 10 more? I wanted to stab that person to death. How are you going to say that to me? People are but, so bright. But the, but the fact that I have that reaction, like, is a sign that yeah. it's time to think about. Something needs to reassess in there or reflecting on. Is, yeah. It's way, I think you're coming to that point where the cost benefit, which you previously okay. had been happy with, it's not doing it right now. Mm. it's not worth it and you know some of the things that you spoke of just now reminded me of um just even maybe an episode ago where we we're talking about dream career or not and how mm. we're all like we do not dream of work <laughs> work is just a means for us to be able to build the life that we want and that's where you're at at the moment yeah. and that's what we're all kind of working towards at the moment and we're at different stages of that yeah and I and I want to say that's like actually not that you need it from me, but congratulations to you because your thing that you said in that Working On Me opening episode this year was that work needs to work for me. And so you're honouring that. that. Said. Yeah, boy. You know, so Shan's a historian. If she tells you, you said well, it, I know, but it's just, like, it's just so timely because sometimes no, you say so you're honouring it. You're honouring it. And life it. happens and you don't remember what you said. So I'm actually, pr I'm happy. I'm really proud that I'm managing well done, to do well What done. did I say, though? What did I say? No, the we're not that that I that. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> the note that I took from you, Toz, was that you said everything is in a good place career-wise and you now need to think about next steps. So I okay. guess this whole ammunition towards pro product manager you, mm -hmm. as in getting out of your comfort zone maybe again honoring self and that and Rachel yours was moving into motherhood merging work with motherhood so I guess in terms of what we said we're we're kind of like we're kind of on track as it were um I just want to think like we are getting to time so I'm not going to drag it out too long but I do want to pull out the fact that Natalie mentioned 10 years and I know we've got a lot of young listeners and um, recent mm. graduates and people maybe who are in the same position that we are and I think like it's really interesting to to be in the midst of the work journey and it's not that 10 it's not that it's a 10 year point because that just is too nice a round number but given the transition that I made last year, last year was 12 slash 13 years for me in in um, formal education. Natalie, you're approaching 10. And I think 
it just goes to show that life does have its cycles and there, there's time to disrupt. And sometimes those disruption comes with other life plans like motherhood, maybe bereavements, maybe changes in relationships, but things have their span. Um, if they're feeling good, ride with the good wave. When they're feeling low, know that the time will change or that you have to make the change. But what we can evidently see here is that there are cycles and cycles where you focus your energy maybe more on one thing, whatever that thing is, and shift towards another. So as we sort of approach the end of the episode and you've kind of mentioned them, but if you want to share, please do. And this is the third Third question I'm going to merge with the fourth for those taking notes of the question for their own reflective purposes is if you were to set a goal, and I don't mean a big goal, but like thinking back on the last three months where you where you know or said you want to be for 2023, what would that goal be for the next quarter? And I'm not talking necessarily about the appraisal target. I'm talking about the one that's for you if you care to share. And how will you know that you're on track? So... Um, for me, I'm, I'm still like really trying to nurture self-care. Um, I'm definitely like the work-life balance is not balancing just yet. It's not, it's not adjusted yet. I'm not back in the gym that uh, the way I want to be. I'm not necessarily feeling rested when I'm resting this out of minimizing burnout and and moving myself away from overwhelm I'm taking like necessary action and I don't want rest to be that I want rest to be nice because it's care and it's nice so I'm still working on my work-life balance and planning things for myself you know someone said to me the other day like oh what have you got to look forward to for yourself or I'm off at the moment for Easter break for the kids and they're like that's nice and I'm like no, I've taken annual leave because I need to do up childcare, not because I've actually planned anything for myself. So self-care is my mantra. Saying it out loud here is one of the ways that I'm staying on track because I think having a level of accountability is important in measuring our goals, whether that's writing in a journal and looking back over what we've written or telling a friend or a loved one and they check in on us. But um, I know for myself, that I've said this out loud on this platform. So self-care is the mantra from now to July. Who's next? Like I said, I'm freezing my eggs. That's <laughs> <laughs> me. All I'm doing, and when it's done, shout me. Received, understood. Okay. Happy I, there. Think, I think mine is... Um, being open enough to lean on your family and friends like and having and knowing that they will support you they're not going to judge you they might cuss you out they might tell you a few things but always there for you like of recent I've had some really strong support from my family and my friends like being able to open up to them about some of the difficulties and challenges that I've been having I literally have to thank God for them honestly like they are they those the people who I'm talking about. They know who they are. They're my rocks, and I don't know what I would do without them. So just continuing that and feeling open enough to share and things like that. I think that's where I'm at. Oh, how will I know that I'm getting there? Um, just hoping that my vision is getting better 
um, I know Shani was saying that one of what I said before was like managing motherhood and stuff, just seeing that transition through and hoping that it pans out the way that I wanted to. But if it doesn't, having the backup plans and hoping that I can get to where I want to get to. Thanks, Rach. Tolu? Um, so I like what you said about rest and essentially what you're saying is being more proactive about it as opposed to reactive. And I feel like that's something I failed a little bit at at the beginning part of this year. But I always know for me, this first quarter is like being dragged um, through the mud and it's got glass particles in it. Like I'm always mentally prepared that that's going to be the challenge. At this top end of the year, I start to ease in after Easter because Easter, I like it's literally every single year when it comes to the Easter point, I'm finished. I'm absolutely finished and I don't want to do anything. So, how am I going to be proactive about that? Um, start to schedule it in my plans in my diary, start to schedule in rest and start to schedule in things that bring me joy. Another thing that you were mentioning, um, I realized that compared to like when I was younger. Like, I haven't been doing things that bring me joy, just like things, doing things by myself or just so I'm starting to slowly but surely feed those into my schedule. And it's annoying because we only get our weekends right. And then after work, sometimes we're just too tired to do anything. And it's just like you just see all your free time just being sucked. But you have to you have to kind of prioritize it. Um, in that sense and then in terms of work like I said I've set myself that product manager um, target which I want by the end of 2023 and so the way that I'm working towards that in a very practical sense is by taking on some more responsibilities at work um, my colleague he's working in a product manager capacity so it's talking to him learning more or kind of taking over the things that he does so that I learn by experience kind of what the role entails I'm not going to go do no training I'm not a studier like I've done my time I don't want to do no more education <laughs> I'm not one of those people so if I don't want to do any more education then I'm going to have to learn on the go like I said I'm getting a new line manager I've already written out what goals I want to I want for the year and I'm going to speak to him about that and he's someone that actually has experience in product as well so I'm going to talk to him about that I'm going to talk about how practically I can transition into that kind of role so that's how I'm taking proactive steps and how I'll keep on track of that is by being accountable to him and in terms of the goals that we set and we agree upon um uh in my whatever I don't know what do they call it review let's call it a review um so yeah I think those are the those are the main things for me really like Natalie said you can't do everything all at once but yeah check in with me again in like the half year mark and let's see how what we're saying what we're doing next quarter next quarter that's it honestly thank you ladies for sharing so honestly because you know these are personal matters and typically we talk topically we talk about matters that affect everybody so um, I'm really grateful that you responded to the topic that I called to chat about today. And I hope for our Black women listening and others, because um, I know we have men listening, um, that, you know, <laughs> not that face, Nat. <laughs> that, Be civilised, you know, men. <laughs> you Thanks. take a step back because part of going forward, you know, it's not about looking back to to be resentful or to mourn or whatever it is, but it's knowing, okay, what has got me here? Let me take what's working well. Let me drop what's not working for me. And let me focus and refocus on, on the journey that I intend to take. 
So um has to has to quarter two deuces and all them things that um and we would love to hear how working on me in 2023 is going for our listeners so please do stay connected and keep the conversation going using our hashtag bww podcast uk via our socials that's at bww podcast uk also um you can get at us via linkedin black women working our website where you'll find all of our previous episodes and from time to time updates on what we're up to and what's coming next and as always personal touch you can email us blackwomenworkinguk at gmail.com thank you so much for your listenership i can't stress enough the tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend is not a catchphrase just for the sake of it it means a lot for our growth and a lot for what we plan going forward so do tell a friend do hit hit share and subscribe until next time thank you everyone and ciao bye